And welcome back. I'm Marlene Bynan in for Kelly today. We've been watching all the drama unfolding and there's still more to come in the Ontario PC's race and Patrick Brown. And we're going to bring it to you as it develops. There still may be before the top of the hour, some news that breaks. We're going to continue with our coverage here and reaction. And I would like to welcome joining me is the leader of the Ontario NDP, Andrea Horvath. Thank you for joining us, Andrea. Hey, my pleasure, Arlene. How are you? Hey, I am good. But what are you thinking? I mean, surely provincial politics has taken a crazy turn here. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's certainly the case that the Conservatives, uh, you know, don't have their house in order. They've had uh, controversies around their nominations, and then they had controversies around membership, and now they're having a, a crisis with their leadership. Uh, what it says to me is this uh, this party is not prepared to govern this province. They have a lot of work to do to get their own house in order. And uh, three months out from a campaign, uh, I don't think that... Uh uh, that people are looking at them with any confidence whatsoever. All right. There's so many different aspects of, of this, and I want to throw the different parts of it at you as a politician heading into an election. First of all, the Me Too angle, which I know has been a little sidetracked, tra- but it's still out there and the right for Patrick Brown to defend himself, especially considering your NDP has also had to deal with this. Uh, well, look, I mean, I, I think it's important to remember in the context of of everything that's been happening, is that uh, for a long time women were silent when it came to these issues. Uh, I think women need to be able to speak out. Uh, I, I think that women uh, need to be believed when they speak out and supported to speak out. Uh, again, in terms of the specific incident, I'm certainly not someone who's in a position uh, to investigate, uh, you know, the allegations against Mr. Brown. Uh, that's something that uh, that he's going to have to deal with. Uh, but I do think it's important to, uh, you know, to, to consider that, uh, you know, the women... Uh, should be supported in coming forward when there are allegations of uh, sexual assault, sexual misconduct, sexual harassment. All of these things have been swept under the carpet for a very long time. Many, many, a woman has had her life ruined because of these kinds of things. Uh, and uh, I think we just we have to keep everything in context. You know, a big part of this is going to be politics. You know it's going to happen on the campaign trail. Again, you know, you've had to investigate. You've had to put those allegations and deal with this new movement in your party as well. Is there a way to do this, Andrea? A lot of women, as you say, have been silenced. But there is a criticism here of giving people due process. Oh, well, again, I mean, I guess it it all depends on the particular mm-hmm. circumstances. So for uh, as you mentioned, for my situation, uh, my chief of staff uh, was uh, a chief of staff in a government in Manitoba, which is now grappling with who knew what when when it comes to the activities of a certain cabinet minister. Uh, what I've done in my own circumstance is uh, recognize that these things are serious, uh, and as a leader, I have an obligation to take a hard look at that and to uh, uh, to make some decisions around you know, going forward with my own team. Uh, so I've put that person on a temporary leave of absence until I, I, you know, take the time to be thoughtful about what comes next. And I think that's all you can expect people to do, is to uh, take things seriously, uh, be thoughtful, uh, and be proactive, and uh, and try to make decisions uh, based on, you know, what they have in front of them in terms of information. 
We know that politics is a rough and tumble game. Boy, and you know it better than most of us, Andrea. But what about the way this is turning? There There are allegations online. There are allegations from other MPPs. And this is turning very ugly in the conservative party. Is this something we can expect in other parties as well? Is this does this talk politics of the moment? Uh, well, you know, I, I really can't say. I really don't know what uh, what may or may not uh, come next. But but what I can tell you is that the uh, the conservative party certainly seems to be in serious turmoil. Um, they are not handling this situation in a way that's. Uh, I think engendering a lot of confidence from the public, uh, but they do have to go through their own process and and deal with their own their own MPPs and their own membership and their own leadership process. Uh, certainly, people are paying attention. I mean, it's it's garnering a lot of attention. I'm not so sure people like what they see, though. Is this going to affect, I mean, we've been talking, as we've covered it this afternoon, that the opposition parties are already taking a look at this and saying, wow, how is this going to, how is this going to translate on the campaign trail? What are you thinking? Well, you know what, Arlena, I've uh, I've tried to stay focused on what I think are the important uh, pieces of, uh, of work that the, that the public expects us to undertake. And so we've been really uh, proactive in, in bringing forward uh, changes that we think need to happen in Ontario. So everything from starting to fund their hospitals in a way that uh, that shuts down the hallway medicine that the Liberals have allowed to occur, uh, to looking at our long-term care system and ensuring that our most vulnerable loved ones get the kind of care and dignity they deserve, uh, you know, to, to looking at the, the, the sell-off of Hydro One and the fact that all of the decisions that government makes should have the people uh, and, and, and Ontarians at the heart of those decisions. And so we're going to try to, as much as possible, uh, stay focused on, on what we're offering to the people of Ontario, because there's no doubt uh, that this government that we have mm-hmm. now is tired. It's been there a long time. It's time for a change. But we have to keep our focus on the fact that what we need is change for the better. So I think that we can good, get good things done uh, in Ontario. Together we can get good things done, and that's what we're going to focus All on. All right. I'm going to ask you, are you surprised, considering of what your comments are, have been just now, are you surprised by a poll that shows even with all this disruption, almost half of voters say they're going to give the PCs a chance? Does that shock you? Well, you know what? The most important uh, poll, Arlene, I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, yeah, we know. Is the one on yeah. election day, right? Because that's when people will be very focused and very engaged in what their options are. Uh, in, in the interim, uh, I think that um, I'm going to continue focusing on what I think people care about, which is their schools, their hospitals, uh, making sure they can build a good life in this province. Uh, lots of folks are feeling like you know, things are getting harder and harder. Uh, they're doing their best to... Uh, you know, to make a go of it, but but life has been getting harder under the Liberals, and it's you know it's time for a change that brings hope back to Ontarians that we we can't have the kind of province where people can succeed and where you know the young people have a hope for the future and where we're setting things up uh, to be positive for the next generation as well. Let me ask you, um, in a sense, as I'm listening to you and we're watching what's happening with the PCs, has this campaign started early? We know it's a, a bit of it happens every day. But you're, you know, you've got your campaign stump speech out there and you're um, yelling it out proudly. Is this the unofficial beginning of this election campaign? Well, you know, it's not unusual. I mean, today was the session opener, which means this is the last uh, a couple of months that the legislature is going to meet before we're we're in the campaign formally. So it's not unusual, uh, you know, for us to start putting our, our, our kind of 
you know, our, our more solidity around what we're looking to do for the campaign. But look, our PharmaCare plan, uh, we had out over a year, about a year ago. Um, you know, we've been really clear about our hydro plan for almost two years now. Uh, so a lot of the things that, that we're talking about uh, won't be new to people. Uh, they, these are fundamental values and things that we believe in. But we do have a platform still to come. Uh, and so people uh, uh, will see some, uh, you know, some further ideas and plans that we have. Uh, and when I become the premier of this province, we're going to make sure uh, that life does get better for the people of Ontario. Andrea Horvath, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure as always, Arlene. Take care. All right. Andrea, of course, the head of the Ontario NDP.